Treatment is a Moose Link Secure Treatment Facility. To accept this call, press zero to receive calls are subject to monitoring and may be recorded. Your call will now be connected. Thank you for using GTL. Hello. Hey, Lincoln. What's your last name, man? Will you spell that? B-R. Oh, Brown. Sorry. Okay. Well, welcome. My wife, Jessica's here. Well, we're very happy to have you. The floor is yours. I want you to, you can say hi to anyone you want, share what's on your heart. And if we feel led, we'll ask questions. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So if you want to guide me through it, I guess first of all, I said hello. I'm like mom and dad. This whole thing. Uh, two sisters and my brother. And yeah, those are the people that have stuck by me through all of this. So, hello. 30 years? Yeah. Are you numb to your environment? Yeah, you sound very at ease and like almost light, like peaceful. Are you at peace? No. <laughs> You read my little diary and put on this kind of mask. It's all like this. But no, well, I'm not. I'm not a. I've got a personality. You just. You don't sound like a villainous type at all. You sound like you're oh. in a very sane state of mind. Archetypally poor, but unfortunately, they have a lot of people here that like find folks that did something wrong. How old are you now? I'm 47. So you've been there since you were 17? I was 17. So I've been here since I was 19. Two years of. And that previous thing that I said earlier, I hope I, in no way do I want to make light of the fact that. The nature of my crime and what I did, none of that business. I, I don't think all that it did. But you don't, well, here's the thing like, you've gone through, I mean, I don't know what your situation is, but you've spent you've had 30 years to apologize, and I'm sure you've done it 30 years worth already. So, I mean, you don't have to, like, you know, like, you don't, no, you're good. Like, your attitude, all of that, healthy, it, healthy sounding to us. And I don't expect anyone to come in here and grovel. And I also expect that everyone that's called, you know, they, for what they did, I mean, they've all, you know, like, Hey, I'm remorseful for it, but you can only beat yourself up for so long. So uh, good for you. But with that said, what the heck did you do? I mean, you were 17 years old and like, what well, could you have possibly done to be there? Well, and it's not what we did that God is here per se. It's, uh, likelihood of ever committing a crime so this has been said and knocked around before about you know it being pre-crime or preventative detention and really most of the folks here have already done their time and to answer the question you know what did i do to send myself down this road is that i offended against the family member and for sake of their privacy and out of respect to them you know i i can tailor the details of that to, you know, when that occurred 
you I asked this question to one of the other guys earlier but that happened at so you're 16 so you're old enough like at that time period I mean I remember when I was 16 do you have nightmares or flashback dreams or anything like that over what happened back then well I don't I don't have any remaining desire or arousal so that's out of the picture. I'm simply matured. I enjoy adult people, adult sex, adult relationships. And so that was um, a time of my life that it's, it's a chapter that's pretty well closed. And in fact, it forgiveness a relationship. Uh, for which I'm very thankful. I believe it. It's opportunity to grow and for that, for that other person. I don't hang on to much. So in terms of free will results. Can I ask, what do you think, where did it stem from? What caused the incident or multiple incidents? But what like what started it? Why did you do it? Go round and round on the cars. Now, there's so many ways really arrived at an understanding of what's called generational trauma. And that's the goal way back into this before even family member who I entrusted was potentially harmed. But to put it directly upon my experience, um, I was hurt in much when I was hit. And uh, he was now, um, I guess, for the sake of being straight up, it was. thing on another person's part and it was something that I didn't even understand occurred to me until I was in my 30s because it was so bad and I didn't believe it and then only in the past few years have I, have I been able to work with a very brilliant woman who was a, was a psychologist here she's still working for the place but she really helped me arrive and acknowledging the truth about what what it hurt to me. And now that I know and believe that such a thing occurred, it helps me understand that what I was doing when I was 16 someone else was trying
trauma and arousal that was inflicted upon my body when I was like seven and eight years old. And yeah, no excuse for what I did. I don't know you know anything about me at all, but I want to make this clear. There is no judgment. And while I was never, you know, involved in a relationship or a situation like that exactly, or, you know, with a minor or anything like that, I, the things that happened to me, like I became a chem sex addict. And to be honest, I didn't, I don't know if I saw a rhinoceros, I don't think I would have turned it down. So, I mean, I was out of like, I understand the, what the consequence of not having a safe place to go after you've been molested or abused. I know the consequences of that. And when you're scared to speak and use your voice and say, hey, this, I had a penis shoved in my ass and another one shoved in my mouth and it hurt like hell, but it also felt good. And this is, I don't, and they told me they were going to beat my ass if I said anything. Like when you're told that as a kid, you believe the people threatening you. And when you don't have a safe place to go and you keep that inside and you don't know where to put that, it's a mind F. It screws with you. It changes you. It changes your DNA. It changes your brain. It changes everything. So like there is no judgment. And so I want you to know that you are safe to speak freely. And again, I Yeah. 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 Can I ask you, and I feel like you might be uncomfortable sharing the details possibly, but what is the really awful thing that you had done to you? It's something that I'll keep to me because it's just bad. I don't know why I'm not here to shock anyone. So I'm just um, I'll just share with you that it was, it was sadistic behavior on someone's part. And I was a little person. We'll leave it at that. That's fair. I get it, man. Let me ask you this. What would you say? I mean, I know that you guys don't have access to the internet and like getting news is sparse and sparse and all that stuff, but all that you've learned going through what you've gone through, what's the message? It's a two-part question. What's the message that you would give to parents of, that have children? And then what's a message that you would send to our younger generation? That's a fairly good question. I don't know much about parents. All that in my time here. So I guess all I can do is speak to the people who I'm very proud of. It. My brother and sister. And now I can only say to those parents that I know that you have one minute remaining. They've done very good by their children. And I'm very glad that things that happened in our family didn't pass on. To those parents, specifically my siblings, I'm very grateful for how they've been. Um, towards the youth, I just uh, have my little journal out here running out of time. And if given the opportunity, I would just read a poem. And so if I got a call back, I will. It's uh, an important thing, I think.
for people to hear. Then call yeah. back, please. Call back? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll call back right now. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Bye. Could tell if he wanted to keep all the details like not said, but I'm like a detail person. So if somebody just like doesn't want to offend by not sharing the details, like I gotta ask so I can uh, see the whole picture. I wonder if he went through he was one of those kids that went through the torture process to that we thought he was getting. You know, when they try to adrenalize blood. Maybe, but like, that's what's wrong with not having details is it could be something that extreme or his idea of really bad could be like, you know, something that you've done 25 million times. Yeah, I guess bad's relative. Because I mean, like for me, I can't judge any of the people that I've ever talked to on this. I haven't done any of that, but I can't judge because I know the vile shit that I did. High on meth, going to open, like, warehouse sex clubs and just being a shooting up meth and, like, not caring and just being a demon. Like, I can't, like, I, what? I feel like it might be worried that people will judge him and that could be why he's holding the details in like how you share everything so openly oh, missed oh shoot call back call back i'd have the ringer off because i was worried hopefully i'll call back i would not want to leave my man hanging like that shoot that's a bad look i didn't mean to do that not that he will ever hear this i don't think he's ever going to hear the audio of that post please call I'm not like. Well, which facility is he in? MSOP. Okay, so we can mail Lincoln Brown a letter to call back. Yeah, hopefully we'll call back. I just. Every one of these stories are so different, yet they're same. And then in every one of those, instead of like, what they do, it's almost like writing a blank, it's the equivalent of writing a blank check when they, the, but it's a therapist saying, writing, and you go to civil commitment. And every one of these should be handled individually, separately. And you have to look at all sides of this because some of this is common sense. Oh, dude, call like back. a prescription. And just dosing them out without any reason oh this you could have a bug up your butt that day and you're in a bad mood like ah screw you, you looked at me wrong okay here we go hello call for subject to monitor and may be recorded your call will now be connected thank you for using gtl hello lincoln you're back sorry i missed your call earlier I was talking to jessica <laughs> Yeah, it's not very subtle, is it? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Joshua, 
she makes me way more approachable. That's <laughs> good. I know I needed it really bad. <laughs> she is she has definitely made me a not soft, but she's taught me to love and I've learned how to be a good dad, good partner. She's been awesome. Well, you know, Lincoln, my background is in education and I was really good with the troubled children, the ones that the teachers couldn't handle anymore. They came to my office and we would like bond, just talk. And, and I learned how their minds worked and I could see what was done to them, the damage. And I just, I can't see how a child who's clearly been damaged can be, can, yeah, I just, how can you treat them as an adult when they weren't even protected by the adults that were in charge of them? And they haven't gotten to a place where that they can even be cognitively able to know that they're making such a life-changing decision. Yeah. Yeah, just. Uh, hey Lincoln, I don't want to go. I'm. I apologize in advance for going back to the question about what happened to you. Oh, read your poem. Again. I want to ask you that. Thank you. God bless you, brother.